NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. From the 36th annual Kings Royal, this is Winged Nation, brought to you by Hercules Tires. Coming to the checkered flag, here he comes, Jack Hodgenshield! Now let's go to the stage in the fan zone at historic Eldora Speedway. Hey, 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 it is Winged Nation from Eldora Speedway. Unfortunately, we've got a few, a little bit of moisture, I'll call it, because the sun is in the background. So we're hoping that this is just a quick little flip on the radar here. Uh, but we're here for the 36th annual King's Royal Weekend for Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. It's going to be an awesome weekend. We're kicking it off today with three nights. Tonight is the Joker's Wild for 10,000 to win. You can follow us on Wing Nation on Facebook. Make sure you hashtag tweet your seed if you're here this weekend. We want to see what you're doing. Tag us at Wing Nation. I'm Ashley Stremme. And unfortunately, as you see over here, we do not have Steve Post with us this week. Um, I want to send a quick shout out to Steve. Um, his, our thoughts and prayers are with Steve. Unfortunately, his dad passed away earlier this week. And uh, we know he's with us in spirit, and we're with him, and we love him, and we're so thankful for him. But as they say, the show must go on. And uh, Blake Anderson joining me uh, to fill in for Steve. And uh, thanks for joining me, Blake. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. It's going to be three fun days here at Eldora Speedway and three fun days of Wing Nation. Yeah, and you've got a busy week for sure. Absolutely. Pit reporting this week for Dirt Vision and Eldora. It's been a fun couple or fun day. Last night, the racing was great and excited to see what we get yesterday we got an early afternoon shower as well before the races and it made for pretty good racing so hopefully maybe a little bit of tonight to see as you said the sun's starting That's to come out a little she's bit over there somewhere somewhere we just need you, that cloud to got a boot just look hard enough <laughs> but as you know you probably have heard blake's voice many times he is a uh, an announcer for the all-star circuit of champions and uh, so we're lucky to have him along and beside us we've got a couple this show is all about royalty I'm just going to start with that. We're talking to all the kings this week. We've got Sammy Swindell, 1992, 1999, and 2012 uh, kings right here. And then we've got Kenny Jacobs. Now, Kenny, you are the king of Eldora. I'm just going to put it that way. Now, I know that you were the bridesmaid once in 1991 to the Kings Royal, but you do lead the all-time win list here for the All-Stars, and uh, we're, we're blessed to have you along. Well, thanks, Ashley. I just came here a lot more than Sam did. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Sammy, talk a little bit about it. I mean, obviously, you have three Kings Royals wins um, being here this weekend and a pretty cool situation this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, I've been able to win three. I've been close a few times that, that it didn't win, but once it was like, Maybe a few feet, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's I've had a lot of good runs here, a lot of good times, and uh, this weekend will be a little special um, driving for my son Kevin. So uh, that'll be something special for me and and hopefully for him. What is that dynamic like in the pits to work with Kevin? I know you've got to do it a couple times, but to be able to work with your son—that's a guy. That's an opportunity that a lot of people don't get to have, and it's got to be pretty special. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when he was growing up, I was the one that, you know, had him in the go-karts and the 600s and then up to the sprint cars. And we've done a lot of different things, road races. So we've we've worked together for a long time. But, um, you know, it's usually been the other way around that um, that he was driving a lot of times. But, uh, 
you will, so that makes it easier for us because we kind of know each other a lot. But, uh, you know, it'll be tough just coming here, you know, and, and not being together. I mean, I've run his car a couple times, but that was more when he started and we were here last year. And he's learned an awful lot, you know, from that point on. And, uh, you know, if we don't have any, any problems, I, I think we're going to have a, a pretty good result. I love it. That's awesome. And, Kenny, you said it best. Uh, you raced here a little bit more than Sam did and maybe a lot more than some of these other guys have. And uh, you're the one guest on our show that isn't behind the wheel this weekend. So I think you'd be okay to share your secret as to how to get around this place. Well, I'm not sure. The track's different than it used to be. <laughs> In my opinion, when I watched last night a little bit, um, and I'm sure Sam can relate to this, we, we never won races here on the bottom ever in our life. And... Um, it's just different to watch. It's um, it's hard to relate to what's going on as, as a past driver here, but uh, I'm actually glad I'm not racing. I don't have any butterflies. I've actually had a couple drinks already, so <laughs> I'm pretty good. This guy's, he, you know, Tunes he's up. got... Yeah, yeah. I did see you walking yeah. around with the toilet water there well, earlier. Well, you doggone right, you know, so <laughs> I can tell everybody what they're doing wrong. It's it's just easy, but um, I think the track's different. I, I, I couldn't tell anybody how to race around here right now because it's different. It's different. They race it different. So, so a, a front, as as Sammy was saying, with his son, are are you kind of the same way with Lee now that he's behind the wheel here? No, not so much. He doesn't drive anything like I did, and and Lee does it. I mean, it's fun for him. It's not a job. Um, um, I think he he wins a few, but he doesn't win as many as he should, and and I don't think it bothers him a whole lot like it bothered me and. Uh, so, no, we don't relate. I don't talk to him about driving much. He doesn't take it very well. So <laughs> we just kind of leave it be father and son, and I say good job when he does good, and I don't say nothing when he doesn't. So <laughs> that works out pretty good that way. How much has Eldora changed through the years for you, Kenny, when you come in here and you look at just how much different it is compared to the, the – you look at pictures from the 80s, there's no suites or anything like that. Uh, just the, the dynamic of King's Royal through the years. Well, it's, it's, it's a lot more hype. There's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, look at everything. It's, uh, it's good. Um, the surroundings are all good. The racetrack's still the same. It's not the same, but it's still the same. You know, it's the same oval. It's just uh, the um, configuration of the track, I think. The surface is a little different. Uh, the walls are all the same inside and out. They're all the same. So I don't think that's changed a bunch. The hype's changed a whole lot. You know, we didn't have any of this stuff back then, but uh, I don't think they race any harder now than we did when we were here. So You talk about hype, something for both of you. Take us back to 1984, the first Kings Royal, a sprint car race paying $50,000 to win. What what was that like in 1984? <laughs> that money, over in today's money, that's, I think, $125,000. So that's uh, pretty darn good money. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to speak for Sam, but for myself, I, I never – ever can remember racing a race while all of a sudden I started thinking about the money. Um, it's just trying to win. Um, the money was just a bonus for doing what we love to do, really. Uh, 175000 sure, I'm, I'm sure everybody in this race has thought about it a little bit. They're not going to think about it one bit when they start racing, though. They're, they're going to race. And I could tell by racing with Sam most of my career that he pretty much was always thinking about winning, not what anybody else was thinking, doing, or how much anything paid. So um, unless I'm wrong, I doubt you're going to think about that money Saturday night, really, until no. afterwards, maybe. No, I'm thinking about the win first. Yes, yeah, right. That's you right. Know, and, and then you get to go up and get the box of 20s and the <laughs> hot dog box. So. That's probably different now, too. Does <laughs> it come in the mail yeah, a couple days later? <laughs> Donnie Kreitz have shared with us that he had a suitcase that he was literally rolling out. And maybe you can share one of your stories of picking up $50,000 in one of the three years that you were involved. Well, did uh, it really come in a hot dog box? Yeah, well, yeah, I think two years I got it. I think it was a hot, I think it was a hot dog. It was a box. I think it was a hot dog box. One was in a sack, <laughs> you know, but it was a big sack. Did you sit down and count it? Like, you know, because sometimes when, when I go to the pit window, I want to make sure that the cash is right, you know, especially when you get to $50,000. Yeah, well, I mean, they kind of went through, and we kind of, like, scanned through it there. Good. They said, well, you know, this is it. We've counted it. There's five of us that counted it. You okay with that? And I said, yeah. 
Well, Sammy, you've actually seen the very first Kings Royal and have been a part of many of them with only a, a few that you've missed throughout the years. I want you to talk a little bit, and Kenny hit on it, how the hype has really changed, but what do you have you seen over the years from the very first Kings Royal? Well, I mean, you know, like he was talking about, the facilities changed. You know, it's a lot different. Um, you know, I think there's probably more people here that's, uh, you know, when it started, people didn't really know so much, but, but it grew quite, quite quickly. And it was at a good time of the year for a lot of people to have a vacation and come here. So, um, you know, it was always amazed when you'd go to pull in here. There were so many people here already before we were racing. So uh, that part really hadn't changed. You know, like I said, just, just the facility's a little bit different. Uh, and, you know, just the things in life that have changed between the, that time and now, <laughs> you know, it carries over here. So um, it, it's still fun. And the goal is to win, so I know if I win that there's a bonus after that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Sammy, we wish you the very best of luck, and I know it would be pretty special to have you and your son in victory lane again on Saturday night in his car. And, uh, Kenny, as always, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, we've got the Blaney brothers. Maybe I should call them the Bash brothers coming up <laughs> next. But uh, I appreciate you both for joining us. We'll be right back here on Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Since the dawn of American industry, Drydeen was there as the country built its first roads, laid the blocks of its factories, and spanned rivers with new bridges and rails. Today, with Drydeen's all technology, we instill this heritage into every Drydeen oil, lubricant, fluid, and deft product we make. Drydeen is a tradition of performance with 21st century technology. Drydeen, official motor oil of the world of outlaws and always American owned and operated. Visit drydean.com for more information. This is Winged Nation brought to you by Hercules Tires. And the 35th Kings Royal will go to Donnie Schultz by a half a car length. Live from the Kings Royal weekend, back to the fan zone stage at Eldora Speedway. <laughs> hey guys, we are back at Wing Nation here at Eldora Speedway for the 36th annual King Royal. It is presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. And now joining us, I'm not sure who lined this up. But by golly, I don't have my hip waders here with me, but I, I'm thinking it's going to get pretty deep here with the Blaney brothers. I have a feeling we're in trouble. <laughs> depends on the questions. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping I don't confuse the two of them too many times. One's taller. <laughs> well, that's true. Can you yeah. sign up? No. <laughs> We've got Dave Blaney, the winner of the 1993 and 1995 Kings Royal, as well as Dale, 2003 winner. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. 2000. 2000. 2000. Even yeah. I well, sorry. You, you need glasses? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Absolutely. <laughs> I know, I know you've got, got readers, them. So. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Blake. I'm not the only one who's yeah. trying to say he's old around here. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you guys are back at it this weekend. Uh, Dave, let's start with you. Uh, been a good year. Uh, some situations here and there, but I love the fact that you're an innovator. You've built this car that you're running now, and you are just a very hands-on, engineer, geared type guy. Well, it hasn't really paid off just yet, but... <laughs> I don't know if it's going to, but we're trying. Um, you know, you have great intentions and ideas in December, and then July, you're like, well, I'm not sure <laughs> that was right. But, um, but yeah, we, we've gone kind of good some nights, bad some nights. Um, last night wasn't great, but here, um, Saturday night's what counts, so maybe we can get good for them. Absolutely. Dale, it's been a good year for you. It's kind of been the revival of Dale Blaney hmm. this year. You're back. You've got to, your swag back, per se, three wins with the All-Stars Talk about partnering up with the McGees and, and what they've done to get you back on your feet as a sprint car driver and back in victory lane. Uh, they've just, they've been great. We've, uh, you know, they give me good, good cars, good equipment, good motors. So we just, I mean, I mean racing is 90% mental. And, you know, the last couple of years, I haven't really been mentally prepared myself. And that's probably, 
Yeah, Dave knows. <laughs> so I get reminded every day. Yeah, <laughs> but it's but it was just it was a tough transition for me. But uh, yeah, those guys have been great to work with, and you know we got rained out a lot early in the year, which I think hurt our progress uh, a little bit. But we've uh, we've gotten really good the last couple months, and uh, just really looking forward to the rest of the year. You guys talk about that and it being mental. And if there's a family that I've ever met, it is the Blaney family who is probably the hardest on themselves. I mean, I've watched both of you race over the years and, and watch how you guys tear yourselves down. I've watched it with Ryan and his racing. Why are you guys so hard on yourself? Uh, I don't know. Just when, when we watched my dad race for years and years and years, and uh, he won a lot of races. Uh, and never really said much. I, don't, I really don't know how his mentality was. To tell you the truth, we, didn't, uh, we really didn't talk about that much. But uh, Dad was a competitor, and he hated to lose more than anything. Uh, and I think that's where we got it from. But I don't know how hard he was on himself. That's, that's a good question. But uh, I've always, you know, I could win five races in a row and run third the next one and feel like I stunk. And it's just, I mean, your next race is your – that's it. I mean, you, you're only as good as your last race. And uh, I, I really don't care what we did five races ago. I'm looking forward to tonight and uh, because I really screwed up last Sunday. So, <laughs> But uh, I'm just looking forward to tonight. But I don't know. It's, that's a tough question. That's just mom and dad made us like that, I guess. I'll blame it on them. Maybe David. Maybe Dave, he's smarter than I am. He can answer that one. <laughs> well, Dave, you are the uh, older no. brother. So let's talk about that. Has there ever been anything that you've kind of tried to hang over his head throughout the years as like a rivalry? Was there anything that as growing up as kids racing together? Well, we didn't actually race that well, much together. We ran go-karts together for right. a couple years. And then Dale was late starting sprint cars with his basketball career. So we didn't race that much. Um, and then sports wasn't much of a rivalry. He was way better than <laughs> anything at everything than I was. So um, the only thing that mattered uh, after I got to racing, was racing, and he was better than me at racing. So <laughs> all the other, all the other stuff, ping pong, pool, racquetball, that freaking that stuff didn't matter. But to me, I, no. I, was, yeah, I was better at him then. But I, I wanted to be better at him at racing, and uh, I could never do that. <laughs> I love it. Well, I've been told that um, Dave sometimes you did pull the older brother card, and you would make him. Now your dad was pretty tall, right? Yes. You'd make him sit behind your father on the way to the racetrack. I don't. You remember that? Every, I don't. Every, every night. I mean, he was <laughs> older. Oh, and every night. Dale, older. The tall guy has to sit behind the tall yeah, guy. Yeah, older and smarter. It sounds like. Now, he was smarter, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at me. I'm not that smart, but he, but I just took it. Uh, I, I, mean, I didn't say anything. I just sat behind my dad, and went to sleep, and uh, I had my knees up to here, and Dave was throwing up. Oh, yeah. Car sick yeah, every yeah, he night. Was car sick. So I don't know why they didn't just put him in the front seat. So did you get stuck yeah. sitting next to him when he was car sick then? No, he was sleeping. He, um, he missed he, it. He, he, yeah, I would. <laughs> missed the good part. Yeah, he puked out the window. <laughs> Did, Dave, you, you were a heck of a basketball player from what I understand, though. Compared Fair. to him, though. No. no, what I mean. Just, okay, yes. Yeah, you ever take him in one-on-one, like, growing up? No. You take credit no. for him being good, though? I mean, no. the older brother, you know, beat on him a little no. bit. He didn't no. even try, and he was player of the year in Ohio two years in a row. He didn't even try. <laughs> Think what he could have if he tried. Yes. That's, that's why he was tough on me. When we, when we played high school basketball, he yelled at me for 32 minutes a game. Just, that's just the way it was. I mean, he, he, he wanted me to be better. And, uh, I'd pass him the ball and yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't he do this? <laughs> Most of the time. Hurting, your assist, hurting his assist. That's what yeah. you're doing. That's the only thing I had. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, talking about your your dad, Lou, um, obviously, Dale, you just won the Lou Blaney Memorial, and Dave, you've won it twice now. And um, just talk about what that race means to both of you, especially you now, Dale, that you've actually won it and have really culminated the whole family side of that. Yeah, that was a special night. Uh, and it was weird. I'm running number 11 now, and it was the 11th year. Uh, so it was just cards lined up. We drew a good number for the dash, and uh, – it just everything lined up but we've we've been running really well and the track kind of suited me so it was it was really special i had a lot of friends there and to see you know a bunch of dad's friends that who he raced with and hung out with is uh is pretty special too but yeah to, to win that one was it was a good one I, I i don't know how i'd have been able to retire if i didn't win that one i'd race till i was 75 <laughs> one race a year <laughs> the Memorial. Yep. show up at sharon yep <laughs> Dave, how special was he, he talked about winning the 11th and being number 11? Well, when we think of Lou, 
we think at number 10 and you won the 10th yeah. blue blaney so that that had to be pretty special yeah true yeah yeah both of them very cool um uh you know it's turned into you know me racing part-time so that's that's one of my big races of the year that one and, and maybe here are the two big ones for me and um you know not running much full-time or anywhere so yeah we concentrate on that one a lot and uh, got lucky a couple times you, that, those big races and then you think of ohio and this is the super bowl for ohio the king's royal and how special is it that you guys get to come back to the king's royal and it's an event that both of you have won the biggest race in ohio what's that mean to you guys well to me it's this is the race of the year just you know being from ohio and uh, you know dave and i came out here to the old eldora nationals uh, when we were 15, 16 years old and just thought this was the coolest place mm -hmm. ever. And ever since then, uh, to win, just even to win a race here is, is pretty special. But to win the King's Royal was, uh, it was out of this world when I did win it. But I've uh, been wanting to win it ever since again. But this is the race of the year for me. You were driving for your brother when you won, weren't you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. He, was, he was happy that night. <laughs> yeah, I bet he was. <laughs> the so one time. The bank account. <laughs> yeah, it did a he was happy twice that year. I think. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get your $50,000? Yeah. Did it come in a hot dog box? Yeah. 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 Did it really? Yeah, paper bag. I mean, they just, they would give you 50 up in the uh, press box and a couple uh, security guys would walk you to your trailer and yeah. you were on your own. So yeah. it was, they asked me when I went up there, it was all spread out and I was by myself and they said, go ahead and count it. And it was cash. And I'm like, I counted about $2,000 out. And I was like, you guys ever been wrong? <laughs> nope. So I threw it in a bag and went home. <laughs> But, yeah. but I got but I got home back to the motor home and uh, counted it and it was spot on. How'd you get yours, Dave? It was in a bubble gum box. <laughs> or, no, it was actually a plastic container, a round one, some kind of bubble gum. Yeah, it was amazing. I didn't think it would fit in there. It wasn't that big. Just but, whatever uh, they sold out at the. Yeah, exactly. yeah whatever. <laughs> now, nice I remember tense. security guard walking to me in my motor home and, and everybody watching me. Right? Hey, that dummy's got money in his motor home. I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> so uh, and then good luck. In, uh, left for me. Was the stress high rolling out of this place knowing, man, I got 50 grand in cash sitting right? next to me? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all? <laughs> not after you win that race. No, that was the least your worries. <laughs> I don't know. Take it. I don't know what I'd do with 50 grand. What would you do with 50 grand cash, Ashley? I don't know. And the, we're talking about this 50 grand, which, yeah, that's what you won back then. But it's 175,000 now. I, we post, Steve Post and I were talking about this earlier in the week. And the first thing I would do is b hire a chef. That would be my first. What would you do with 175 grand, Dave? Spend it. Spend it spend on it. what? I'll we know you'd out. spend it. I'll figure it out. Hobbies. I need hobbies. new hobbies. <laughs> hobbies. Risk racing hobby isn't working too it's good. Expensive, right? The first but. thing I would do was not go to the Knoxville Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I'd do. I'd take my name right off the enter list. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Done. Yeah. I do want to watch the last five laps of the restart with this race, though. It'll be it'll be fun. What if you're? Well, hopefully you're in it, right? I mean, well, that'd yeah. be the goal. Absolutely. And is it, I mean, when you're sitting behind that wheel with five to go, since you brought that scenario up and you're looking at that guy, say you're sitting in second place, is it literally like no holds bar? It doesn't matter. I don't care if I pull the worst slider in the world. It's 175 grand. Uh, no, it's not okay. no holds bar to me. Uh, maybe some people, but not me. Um, and I don't know, you're just thinking about winning the Kings Royal or the Knoxville Nationals or some big, big race. So yeah, you're going to do more than you normally would. And, and the guy leading knows that. Um, am I going to run right over a guy, maybe hurt a guy? No, but um, I wouldn't take much joy in winning that way. And you got to take joy in winning, so you want to do it right, as right as you can. Dave, would you rather be sitting? Nope. You're looking at me and call Dale, me Dave. Sorry. <laughs> See, I told you it was going to happen. That's it was going to matter. There's, there's hey, one. There's there's one. One. it's only one. If we're only at one, we're doing really well. That's not bad today. <laughs> I know. It's pretty good. We should have had name tags. We sh that's a we great think, idea. We weren't thinking. We weren't. Dale, if you were to have your position with five to go on the restart, where would you like to start? Uh, probably not one or two. Uh, three might actually be the best spot. So you never know. I mean, if, if your car's really good, I'd be taking the lead. But uh, two would be a tough spot, but uh, three would be okay. But I'd love to be in one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'll take any of them. Yeah, I'll take any. How, how much does clean air play, play into things here at Eldora? I hear drivers talk about that quite a bit. Is that something that would certainly be to your advantage on a restart, or is it, does it really matter on a restart quite yet? Restart is pretty much uh, who gets to two first and maybe who gets into three first. Gotcha. So there's really no clean air in, uh, on restarts. But uh, The leader knows where he's going to go. The rest, the two and three is guessing where the leader is going to go and try to get a lane. So 
lead and be better? Do you slide yourself or do you go to right? To, I mean, if it's up on the top side, do you slide yourself into one or are you going right to the top side? And Depends how good your car is. Gotcha. We're not going to let everybody know that. No. <laughs> I'm trying to suck the secrets out of you. No, I got no secrets. <laughs> yeah, look, look at him. He's yeah, got yeah, no secrets. True. Yeah, I'd probably, <laughs> tuck the, I'd probably just tuck the bottom. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Is there anything, I mean, obviously both of you have been successful in your careers, no matter what it's been, some sort of sport in one way. Is there one thing that either of you kind of envies the other? Is there a race that maybe one of you have won that the other one hasn't? Uh, to me, no. I mean, he's won Knoxville. Uh, that'd be a great race to win. But other than that, no, not really. I envied him there until about two weeks ago when he had two uh, Lou Blaney's and I had none <laughs> that uh, <laughs> took care of that. But I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I envy Dale's basketball life, all he got to do, and, and um, guys he played with and traveled, and that was, that was very cool to watch. I've asked you before, Dale. I'm a big basketball fan. We talk basketball quite a really? bit. I'm really, really? Just yeah. toughest guy you ever had to guard. <laughs> it wasn't him. <laughs> I don't think I made that list. <laughs> yeah. Is he receiving votes? Does he get the top 20? No, no, no not even close. Uh, well, I don't know. That's, uh, that's a good question. I, I guarded some uh, pretty good guys like John Battle, who played in the NBA for a while. He played at Rutgers, and I played against him. And Terrence Stansberry, who played in the NBA for a while. He played at Temple. And... Uh, there was a bunch of different guys, but to have to one one guy, I wasn't a very good defender, first of all. So I really <laughs> just let him go. I, I don't know. That's a tough. That's, that's a tough question. I'm not that's the smartest the first time I've ever asked. Stumped him again. Stumped him again. That's not the older brother talking there no. at all. No. Not, a, not at all. <laughs> Dale, real quick before we let you guys go, are you still involved in basketball in any way? A uh, little bit now. I really I coached for a bit. At high school level, uh, got done there in about 2010, but uh, actually going to help Westminster College. It's a Division three college this coming year. Uh, my buddy's been over there for about five or six years and has been bugging me to come over and help them. So I'm going to go help those guys. Uh, I don't know if I'll be there every day at practice with Florida going on, but uh, I'll be there quite a bit. And I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Awesome. Did you ever well, get a technical foul? Yes. <laughs> As a coach? Yes. I was, a, I was a junior varsity coach and got one technical in my career. Yeah. I had to ask. Wasn't that? Ask. Really wasn't that bad. Not that bad. No. no. Did you get more yeah. wins than technicals? Yes. All right. All right. That's what then counts. Then it right? outweighs one another. Absolutely. Well, awesome. As always, guys, it's a pleasure chatting with you. Good luck uh, this week. Uh, 10,000 to win tonight, but we all know we're looking at that 175 in two days. But uh, as always, we appreciate you. We've got to go to break here at Wing Nation. It is the Kings Royal 36th annual weekend. We've got a couple of sponsors to thank. Sage Fruit, as always, Dry Dean, and Brand Red Brand Fence, as well as Weld Racing. We'll be right back here at Wing Nation on the Kings Royal weekend. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Red Brand Fence, safe, durable, dependable, and long-lasting. Whether it's keeping horses, cattle, and livestock in or stopping predators, Red Brand is the best fence money can buy. Each inch of the woven wire is inspected for top quality before it's crowned with the trademark red top wire. Red Brand Fence, the most trusted name in agriculture, residential, and commercial fence for over a century. For more information, go to redbrand.com. This is Winged Nation brought to you by Hercules Tires. Steve Kinzer does the impossible. He wins the King's Royal. Live from the King's Royal weekend, back to the fan zone stage at Eldora Speedway. Uh, uh, we're back. Are we back? Craigers over here, too busy talking to the Blaney brothers. Meanwhile, Dale's out here collecting dollars because he's still uh, from his hitchhiking days when he was... <laughs> 
you know, all those rainouts he's been hitchhiking. So he's still collecting dollar bills out here for his racing program. We had 18 straight rainouts, or uh, 11 straight rainouts. We have 18 this year. So the deal. Is <laughs> 11. I, I'm out of fingers. Eight. That's all I know. Is that's <laughs> well, take your shoes off. You There's don't want still that. Plenty of toes. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we have joining us now uh, King Jason Sides, 2004. Are you, are you good? Yeah. All right. Well, you were busy there for a minute. I thought you were taking your show, shoes off to help, <laughs> to help Blake out, out there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> he knows I need all the help I can get. 2004 Kings Royal. Uh, Jason, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, we appreciate you coming on the show sure. today. Sure, yeah. We're just hanging out down there in the rain, so it wasn't doing much anyway. You brought the sun out. Yeah. Oh, that's it's looking nice, isn't it? It is. I like it. Bring Jason's sides on, we get the sun. And we get the sun. <laughs> I saw the sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Change the lyrics. All right, Jason. So... Honestly, it's it's been a, a struggle this year, but if there's anybody who's passionate and still does what you do week in and week out and takes it while you're down, there's no one that really gets back up better than you do. Why do you keep doing this? I mean, your passion is so strong. <laughs> I don't want a job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you know, you think about it, it's more of a job than, than most jobs, and you, you have a lot of driving a lot of car washing a lot of working but um at the end of the day you, you do it yourself and you don't have to listen to anybody else or have somebody tell you what to do where to be when to get up i mean i, I <laughs> tend to like to sleep and stay up late and drink and so it's my kind of job it works well and you get to do it with your buddies right i mean that's what it's all about right and that's the coolest thing and i want you to talk a little bit about it obviously you've got tk tim kading working with you this year and, mm -hmm. and running your stuff and that's been a huge help in that sense but what's it been like traveling with him this year uh it's been pretty good uh you know we we actually uh feed off each other at different racetracks and it helps and uh you get to you know if he's a lot better at one track you know it helps me and then we go back and forth telling uh you know what what each one needs he can watch my car and it helps out and then i can watch his car and he, kind of, he understands what he needs, and uh, it's been good. Uh, we, we started last year at Knoxville and had a good run there, uh, beginning of the year at uh, California. So uh, some of those places I don't really care for anymore. I mean, I used to <laughs> like them when I was younger, but the older you get, you don't like those small bull rings anymore, and um, we're losing a lot of the smaller tracks, or a lot of the bigger tracks, and they're going to smaller tracks. So um, bring him in, let him run the 7S car, and then I'll just run when I, when I want to. But... Um, it's kind of working that way towards the uh, next few years, and so just kind of feeling it out how it's going to work. You mentioned the smaller tracks and how you don't enjoy them because you're getting older. Is that because they're beating you up? I mean, why are you not fond of them now? Mm, it just seems like the, uh, the tires, the cars, everything used to work a lot differently. Uh, now they don't work like they used to, or my cars don't feel like what used to feel like. And uh, I don't know, I'm just getting older, and I'm sure that the – the younger generation, like I was then, um, you get in and you run whatever you can. It doesn't matter. But now it's just uh, you pick and choose your battles. You mentioned partnering up with Tim Kading. I, I immediately, you guys <laughs> hit it off Instant at click. Knoxville. I mean, locked into the A-Main with Tim. How big was that for your guys' program in that A-Main? I think he fell back to 14th. 14th and drove it back up to 4th. I mean, that, that was an incredible run. What what did that do for your guys' program? I mean, that's a big financial jolt to the program. Well, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's mainly him. I mean, we didn't do anything different than we would have done with uh, myself in the car. Um, I think that he dug down, and, uh, you know, when, when he started falling back, uh, it took a little bit to get the car back going and, and fill out where he needed to be. But, uh, yeah, he fell back and then come back through there. And on that long red, the, the fifth, uh, halfway, mm -hmm. um, I think he was back up to eighth or something. And then just finally got back going. I uh, got back in a rhythm, and, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of different people put an effort into that. Uh, Dave Lunster, the one that he used to drive for, and uh, different ones, and all of our, our sponsors. So it was good for both of us. You get to come back to Eldor. How special is this place to you? Because Ashley mentioned it. You're king. And for the rest of your life, <laughs> you a... come back here. King Jason Sides, 2004 <laughs> Kings Royal winner. If anybody was here, they know it was a fluke. I mean, it was one of those things. <laughs> you still won, though. <laughs> it, it, was, it was matter. a fluke. It doesn't Your matter. Your name's still in the history <laughs> books. Yeah. You're well, on the back of that T-shirt for the rest of time. That's right. But it was, it was one of those things you had to finish the race. Uh, I think it was myself and um, the second place. I can't even Rod. Rod. Uh, Strout. Chaney. Rod oh, Chaney. Rod Chaney, yeah. Rod Both Chaney. of us, neither one of us blew a tire out. Um, Kim and all was the first to blow a tire. He ended up third. 
And uh, so I think I I'm I can I'll try to speak for you here. I, I'd like to think that if it came down to that on Saturday, you happily take another King's Royal with 175 grand. Oh, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. you, like I said, it doesn't matter how you yeah. get them as long as you, you get them. Right. But uh, we've been talking with everyone. We want to know. It seems like the theme is everyone's stuff. Money came in something different. What did your 50 grand come in when you picked it up? I got it home, sitting on the desk. It's a really? mozzarella cheese stick box. <laughs> I think you have the distinction, too, of being the last King's Royal winner when yeah. Earl owned the racetrack, too. And he actually yeah. did the uh, crowning himself. How cool is that? Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and I think there's a lot of people don't know it, but <coughs> he would always uh, – I had Jimmy Carr. So he went up with me because, I mean, hell, I'd never met him to the, to the press box. So <laughs> That's he a good went, thing. Yeah, he went with me. And uh, we were doing the phone interviews and things, and uh, they had him count the money. Wow. And it was 20 bucks short. Stop. Yeah. 20 bucks short. And then it, Earl looks over at him and says, well, I just wanted to make sure you counted it correctly. Here's the other 20. <laughs> That's sure awesome. did. Yeah. So. I told Sammy yeah. he needed to count that. He never counted it the three times he won it. Dale oh. said he counted to 2,000 and said, okay. Forget or, it. Forget That's it. enough. Yeah. That's, <laughs> there's 50. <laughs> yeah, so. I love it. Well, I, uh, honestly, last night was kind of a, we'll call it a test in tune for the weekend to unfold for the Kings Royal. Obviously, you've got a little bit of work to do with things that, how they fell last night. But do you really use that as a test? Well, like last night, we, we actually had a different motor in that we've been running. Uh, it's been good at smaller racetracks. Um, and then we got here, and it just didn't want to qualify as well as we liked. So after the heat and all that, we just kind of scratched the night and took our time and changed motors, got everything ready for tonight. And then we could concentrate on TK's car last night. So I uh, got everything ready for that and um, should be good for tonight. Awesome. Are we pulling a car out another time this year for gravy at some point? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, you never know. <laughs> we got to get him a fire suit that fits him. Okay. I mean, this <laughs> poor guy, he, he got in mind. I mean, I'm a bigger guy myself, but he filled it out. We can stop it. We can get Desiree on that at Simpson. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you, you've been at TSR the past couple weeks. She's right. Just a I know. We need to talk to her. <laughs> Right, fans for those of you who don't know you got to explain gravy a little bit now he, he is a, a bigger dude Portly. um yes <laughs> he likes he likes his food it's all paid for i think um, <laughs> but explain gravy a little bit and how that all came about and how the heck you got him to strap into a sprint car um where were we? tucson arizona tucson, yeah. so the world of outlaws have a two heat race three heat race six heat race format well below let me see how's it got less than less than 21 cars then the teams have to run twin heat races. It's not fair to us. It's not our fault that we didn't promote the race. You follow me? Mm -hmm. So it's not fair to us. So by dragging another car down from upstairs uh, and talking gravy into at least starting it, then we have 21 cars. <laughs> that makes three heat races, seven cars each. And all he's got to do is qualify or just attempt to make a lap and then pull in and you know do that. So that gives us the 21 cars. Um, <laughs> the poor guy, he was going to just take the green and pull off the racetrack. Well, as we got going, the leaders were coming to him quicker than oh. he got to the exit. <laughs> so he couldn't get off. So he made another lap, and then he got stuck on the infield. So then he just watched the rest of the race. Did you give him a bonus? It, it's $800 to start. And oh, he, hell and no. His, his, give his bonus was driving a sprint car. <laughs> He'd never done it and how never much, even started one. So. How much talk? Did you have to do any talking into, you know, kind of coercing him into doing it? No, but we took, we, it was TK's car, and it was ready for him. His seat's already in the car. He couldn't get in that seat. There's a little size difference there. I was going to say there. TK, right. gravy. <laughs> so we had to take that seat out, put another seat in it, just for him to get in the car. So. And meanwhile, TK's standing in the backside crossing his fingers, hoping <laughs> that that thing didn't end up crashed. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> It was good. I mean, it was uh, gravy just come from somewhere in Illinois, Jacksonville, I believe it was. And he was at the races one day and said he wanted a job. Here he is. <laughs> next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, he's blowing up Twitter and everything else. He and he's shut tired. It, he shut it down. Oh, I yeah. Mean, he was good. He stopped Twitter. Nothing like, you know, just being picked up in Illinois as a crew guy and then next week you're in a sprint car, you know, <laughs> going around the racetrack. I absolutely love it. What's on the menu at Sides Bar coming up here? the next couple of weeks i know it uh probably in knoxville it'll be plenty of um grilling chicken uh pork chops all kind of stuff yeah. the, you never know a little beer i'd imagine <sighs> probably a lot oh, okay a lot 
<laughs> Define a lot, and then yeah. we'll let you What's go. What's a lot? Well, I mean, this, how yeah. many cases would you buy for this weekend? For this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. I think we brought six. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That was for last night. <laughs> well, that's what I was asking for the entire weekend. <laughs> oh, for the weekend. Yes. Now you're making him do math. <laughs> we well, can count to fifty thousand, apparently. That's Probably true. twenty, twenty cases. Does okay. it go up? It escalate, escalate as the week goes on. I mean, are we going? No, it actually no. flat. You, you flat start lines. off, you Strong. do it big the first day, and then. Then you taper off. Oh, you're a taper off kind of guy, not a till Saturday. Well, we okay. gotta pr- be prepared for Saturday, so we gotta have the mental clear yes, mind. Absolutely. Correct. All right. Awesome, Jason. We appreciate <laughs> you joining us. As always, best of luck this weekend. Thank Thanks so much. Uh, a couple of our sponsors: Classic Ink and Screen Printing and Embroidery, Lucas Oil, ASCS Store, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. We'll be back with more from here at the Kings Row from Eldora Speedway. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Looking for custom racewear and embroidery? Do you want your race fans to represent your race team with trendy original apparel? Contact Classic Ink USA, the new standard in custom screen printing and embroidery. Located in Greater Pittsburgh, Classic Ink USA's professional staff utilizes state-of-the-art facilities to transform your ideas into an attractive wearable piece. From custom track swag racewear to trendy quick crew crew wear, Classic Ink handles it all. Find out how you can get started. Contact Classic Ink USA's screen printing and embroidery at the track and on your back. This is Winged Nation brought to you by Hercules Tires. Call him King Brad the 30th, Brad Sweet, Wyatt, Wyatt. Live from the King's Royal Weekend, back to the fan zone stage at Eldora Speedway. We're back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. And as you heard Johnny Gibson just say, Brad Sweet, King Brad Sweet, the 30th. Uh, not too bad. It's You've had a really, really great track record here for the King's Royal Six out of eight races here, you are top fives. That's pretty impressive track record. Oh, your button might need mash or Craig's back here talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's cool that we've been able to run so good at the Kings Royal. It's a crazy format and a tough race, but um, we have a great race team, and, and obviously Casey's given us good cars over the years, and I've uh, been able to, to make a lot of speed here. Luckily, we got one one of them, um, obviously, came close last year and uh, now with the big money on the line this year it's uh, even more intense <laughs> there's no doubt about that we had Casey in the studio for our Mav TV show um, a few weeks ago and we were talking about kind of where you're at right now and I asked Casey I wanted to know and I want your opinion on this after the Knoxville Nationals obviously you had a little bit different of a or about you I don't want to say an ego because you're not carrying an ego but there's definitely a confidence that it comes with you that I don't think we've really seen before Plus, there's a little bit of being at the right place and right time this year. How do you feel about that? Casey was big on thinking that the Knoxville Nationals have really just boosted your confidence, but he agreed that it was all about place and time for you this year. Yeah, I think just experience. Um, you know, you, you grow and mature every year. Um, obviously, um, you know, when you do win a big race, um, you know, it, de- it definitely gives you confidence that you can do it. So. Um, we're just gelling as a team and, and, you know, getting better as a driver and everything's kind of just come together. So, um, you know, it's, it's been a good season so far, but, you know, all the big races are lie ahead of us now, you know, or all the bigger races. Um, you know, obviously this weekend's really big and, um, you know, this whole month's really big and then uh, it's capped off with the, the Nationals. So we're, we're hoping to uh, carry the momentum we've, we've got through the beginning of the season and, and hopefully get a few of these big wins. Darren Pittman just joined us. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, appreciate you. I'm early. I don't. You're know what early. Happened. I was what? supposed to be here 4:45. It's 4:42. Oh, <laughs> well, Craig. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a heck of a morning already. The rain comes in. The su- hey, the sun's shining now, at least, folks. Uh, but Darren Pittman, winner of the 2008 Kings Royal. Uh, we were just chatting a little bit about you know what's going on, and now that it's 175 thousand dollars to win this year, well, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that honestly we, we try any harder for that versus 10 grand. I don't, I don't think I do. Uh, I think it all comes down to, you know, what your car is capable of doing. And, uh, I try hard to win a heat race to be honest <laughs> with you. So 
at this point, uh, we'd be happy with that. And, uh, you know, it's it, the atmosphere, I think, you know, here on Saturday for 50,000 to win has always been unbelievable. And I think with this being a four-day event, I think we had a really good crowd last night for a, a Wednesday. And, and uh, I've got some people here that, that I've known for, for a long time that are here for their first time ever at Eldor. And I'm like, just wait till Saturday because... I think the atmosphere on a Saturday night at Kings Royal is, is probably as good as we ever see in sprint car racing. So uh, I would imagine with the extra money on the line, um, you know, it'll just be uh, amped up even more and a whole extra day for people to start drinking uh, earlier in a, <laughs> a week. So uh, I, I anticipate Saturday being, uh, you know, a record setting from, from nerves as far as the drivers go and, uh, you know, excitement for the fans. Brad, you and I talked about it last night on the Dirt Vision broadcast, but for those of you that weren't watching, your racing career is very interesting. If we rewind 15, 20 years, you were a non-wing sprint car driver in the mid 15 or 20 years. Well, Jeez. 15. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> trying to date me here. Mid-2000s. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you moved to Indiana and really rolled the dice. And yeah. last night with USAC, you thought you were going to be, you know, a non-wing sprint car driver. And here we are. You're leading outlaw points. So walk us through the, the <laughs> progression of your career and how you came to be not a USAC driver and a world of outlaws points leader. Yeah, I think that. You know, growing up, my passion was always wing sprint car racing. I followed the world of outlaws. My favorite, you know, week of the year was Gold Cup. You know, that was our big event out in California. So, I mean, it was definitely what we raced. Even, you know, started growing up with outlaw carts, always had a wing over our head, and then uh, drove wing 360s. And then, you know, just felt like if I wanted to, you know, obviously do anything outside of California, I needed to go on the road. And at that point, you know, there was a, an avenue to get to NASCAR through USAC, kind of. That was kind of the hot ticket. So, um, just went to Indiana and started running on-wing stuff, and, um, you know, obviously it's, it was a little easier and a little cheaper to do, you know, as a low-buck team, and then um, was lucky enough to just, you know, get a couple of the right breaks uh, with Keith Coons along the way, and then Casey obviously has been the, you know, the best break that ever happened, and then, uh, you know, we did a little bit of USAC, but, um, you know, we just transit. He, you know, their, their, their passion's wing racing, you know, and that's what they put their full effort in, him and Willie, and you know, the whole organization. So we just, it just transitioned for me instead of running the, the USAC stuff. Um, you know, it was just, it was more all of our passion to go wing racing. And, you know, obviously this is my sixth year on the Outlaw Tour. So it's been a long road, but, um, you know, obviously it's it's cool to kind of see it all, how it all played out. And obviously we have a really good team and, and uh, everything's working out good this year. Darren, you mentioned, you know, you just at this point, you're just trying to win a heat race. And it's, you're with a new team this year. Started out of the box really, really great. You have two wins this season. Obviously, you're going to have that roller coaster that you've ridden all these years that you've been a part of the world of Outlaws. But how hard is it now in, in this year, the caliber of teams that you have, the caliber of drivers you have, how tough is it really to just go out there and win a heat race every single week? <laughs> I mean, it's tough. I mean, you know, first off, you have to get qualified good to put yourself in position to even win a heat. But um, then, you know, even if you're up front, it's uh, – you know, I hear a few people still complain that we don't invert, but at the end of the day, it's hard to win from the front row. I don't care who you are. It's, uh, there's really good cars on the second, even third row of a lot of these, these heat races. So um, we've just got to get our cars better, and, and it's, uh, you know, the, the top guys are performing really, really well. And, um, you know, last night I was awful in my heat race. I felt like at the end of the A main, we made a lot of really good changes for the A. I finished 12th, which was terrible. But... To finish 12th and my car felt so much better I'm like man I think we're going the right direction and then I watched the highlight video of last night and I'm like I'm not even close like, really? <laughs> you know watching the top four or five guys on video last night was a real eye-opener that um, although I was happy we made some strides the right direction I realized that uh, we're not even in the right ballpark for what these guys are doing. My, you know you watch that and I'm like my car won't and can't do that. So we, we've got to take some bigger swings and, and figure out, um, you know, how to get a lot better if we're going to contend for a win for sure. But uh, no doubt we can. It's just uh, we've just got to, you know, get it all, all figured out. And luckily we've got three days to try to do it. That being said, and, and you said you took swings last night. I mean, so today with kind of yesterday being, yesterday being a test in tune for, for what's about to unfold this weekend, do you now throw the kitchen sink at it this week or tonight? Or are you just kind of, you know, are we changing a lot of things to make things happen? Or are we just working on one thing and then we work on another? How do you really unfold that in a weekend like this week when you don't have the ability to test across the country right. and you've been rained out so many times this year? Well, get back to me at the end of the night and I'll let you know <laughs> if, if what we did was, was right. But, uh, no, we're not uh, – 
we're not throwing the kitchen sink at it right now. I, I think um, this sport is really difficult right now. And honestly, y you know, I think it may sound weird to fans or somebody that doesn't know, but l literally I think our cars are, are half a turn or a, a quarter inch spacer or an inch of stagger away from undrivable to really, really competitive where you're, and I think that just goes to show how good these crew chiefs have gotten that guys that can do it night in and night out are making really, really small, minor changes um, right every single night. So um, I think we started the right direction last night uh, as the night went on, and we're going to continue going that way and uh, see. But if we run 12th again, uh, <laughs> we'll probably uh, be throwing a lot more at it the next day. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Well, we wish you the best of luck, and hopefully those fine-tune adjustments will continue on through the okay. weekend. Uh, for both of you, uh, we appreciate you being on the show, as always, and uh, wish you the best of luck tonight for 10 grand for the Joker's Wild. Uh, thanks. Yep. thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Thanks, <laughs> a few uh, sponsors, Aggressive Hydraulics, Hefner Racing Products, and Plan B Sales. We're here live from the King's Royal, the 36th annual. We are Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, and we'll be right back here on Wing Nation. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Instilled with Drydeen's heritage of performance, Drydeen Diesel All-Def is built for the demands of today's diesel engines. Drydeen Diesel All-Def is perfect for owners and operators of on-road and off-road diesel trucks and cars that now require diesel exhaust fluid. Drydeen, official motor oil and official diesel exhaust fluid of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. And as always, American-owned and operated. Visit drydeen.com for more information. This is Winged Nation brought to you by Hercules Tires. But tonight, we'll call him King Kerry. Kerry Madsen wins the King's Royal. Live from the King's Royal weekend, back to the fan zone stage at Eldora Speedway. Welcome back. This is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Tonight is the Joker's Wild 10,000 on the line. We've got Kerry Madison. He is the King's Royal. Madison, Madison, oh, yeah. Madison, Madison. Once he talks, oh, it's going to be all... <laughs> He's been called worse, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, right? He is the 2014 King's Royal winner. And then we've got Shane Stewart joining us, the 2015 King's Royal winner. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. Thanks. So uh, I'm going to start with Shane just because <laughs> it's going to make it easier on me. <laughs> yeah. No, let's not start with Gary. <laughs> Once your accent comes out, it's gonna, I'm done. You're just going yeah, to be talking to Blake the entire time. <laughs> but um, Shane, finally picked up your first win just a few weeks ago. Um, a new team, a new car, and now a new engine builder. Talk about what this process has been like for you. A headache. Okay. <laughs> well, I love it's your honesty. Rough. It's been rough. No, it, uh, it's been a process. Um, uh, I don't really know how to, to really pinpoint things, but, you know, we, we've definitely not performed to the standard of that team, to the standard of the people involved, uh, myself. But uh, the one good thing about it is that uh, I got a, a hardworking crew that continues to work hard for me, and, and we're continuing to try different things. And um, the win at uh, Nashville was, was big. Um, we've struggled a little bit since then, and, and uh, we're just, you know, throwing in a new motor builder into the equation has, has been good and bad. Um, the good part is, is our qualifying efforts have, <clears throat> uh, that part of it's been, been better. Um, the flip side of it is when, when you throw a new engine into your program, you got to figure out how to detune in certain situations. And, and it's a, just, a, it's a learning process. And a lot of that, uh, dictates the way the car works on certain conditions like last night. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a working progress, but, uh, it's, I've, I think me and Barry have a few more gray hairs than what we did before the season started. <laughs> Kerry, you picked up a win last week at Knoxville to get back into victory lane. What's that do for you as we roll into the next three weeks in sprint car racing, the, the biggest month in sprint car racing? 
Uh, gives us a, give us a little bit of confidence. Um, we weren't very good at the Outlaw show, and we went through everything. We found some some, uh, some setting issues, and we uh, addressed them, and our stuff was definitely a lot better after that. But uh, yeah, it was a good. We, it was uh, good to get a win. Um, so it gives us a little bit of confidence there. But we're kind of in the same boat as, as Shane and CJB, where we've got a whole bunch of new parts and pieces and and, and different people, and just I feel like we're gelling really well. But um, you know, it's hard to get that consistency night in, night out. So you're just going to have a few little, unfortunately, a few little errors along the way. And, and, and it, it's, it, it's frustrating, but um, you have to go through this when you're putting all new parts and pieces together to, to come out on the, on, on the other side. Once you've got the team assembled for a year or two, then, then you can really lock in the, uh, the, big, the big consistency that everyone looks for. Is it? Almost like you got a new team this year, because yeah, one hundred percent. It's like a changed. brand new team, and uh, we've got a. We don't have all of our parts, and nothing's really standardised. So everything's of a different nature. So we'll take one car out, and then we we'll take another car out, and it's completely different, uh, different, different settings. Um, so with, it's just like it's generally like just completely starting again. So. Um, you just got to be patient. Um, I'm fortunate uh, with, with Todd, Todd Careering. We've got a really great owner that's been around the sport for a long, long time. So he understands all this. He's been through that. But uh, as long as you have more positive nights, and it feels like we're, we're on the cusp. So uh, just trying to um, just keep going. Like the I main last night, we were absolutely terrible for the first five laps. And then uh, just tried something different, pulled the wing back, and all of a sudden the car came alive. And I punched, got passed by about five cars and passed them straight back. So... Just trying to lock it in, and what, what you know, what the parameters are, be inside that box, so to speak, and um, just try to be analytical about it the next day, and get better every time you come back to the same racetrack. Shane, with uh, the new car, was that plan? I shouldn't say new car, but you guys basically assembled a whole new car uh, before you come to the Kings Royal in the parking lot. Was that something that you guys had planned after racing Atomic or, or Atomic? Wilma. Well, yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> Don't even know where it's uh, Yeah, we, we, were, uh, we were struggling. Um, it's kind of funny because, uh, so Barry builds my, our cars. And uh, <laughs> it's, you know, when you struggle, it's easy to point fingers. So I'm like, well, maybe we have a bad car. And he's like, my cars aren't bad. Like, I don't, have a, I don't have a bad car. And I'm like, yeah, you can't really, you know, it's not like we're buying a Maxim or a J&J or something like that. So I'm like, well, I can't really argue that, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so we were struggling. Barry's like, you know what? Um, we've, we've got uh, some, some huge money races coming up. So why don't we just regroup? Uh, let's put together a new race car um, with an engine that we just ran one, one other time. So we knew that uh, that part of it was going to be good. And, and our night started out good. We just... Uh, we made some tire choices for the feature that didn't pan out for us, and, and we kind of thought that it would, and uh, it didn't. So, um, lesson learned. But yeah. you still set quick time last night, so that's <laughs> a step in the right direction, right? Yeah, it, no, absolutely, and that's important. You know, I, I think, you know, Kerry will contest to this. Like, you have to put yourself in the dash to, to have a shot at winning, um, and we did that. And, you know, the disappointing part of it is we didn't take full advantage of that situation in, in, the, uh, in the feature, so... We just, you know, we, we learned some things from last night, and, and uh, we, we probably won't ever make that mistake again. Kerry, I've heard drivers talk about how Eldora has changed through the years, but there's one thing consistent. It seems like whenever you come here, no matter what car you're in, you get around this place so well. What is it that's so magical for Eldora with you? Uh, the speed, man. It's simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, I mean, it's, it's fun. I, I love, that's why I love the USA and the Adler with the outlaw style circuit is just you get on such a variety of tracks where you'll be at this place one night and you might be at the smallest track so you get to do all these different techniques and, and driving styles and and then fun but um there, there's just nothing like going flat out and trying to keep the car as straight as you can and i mean in the, in the, the configuration of the tracks changed a little bit so um you know five years ago you had to run a little closer to the wall a lot more but it seems like now that's maybe not as predominant line as it used to be and uh, so, but it's still fast and uh, it's still got all the great action, the slide job. So it's just, there's nothing like it. You just, I mean, you get out and you do a lap and the car's down and you've got speed and nice and straight and it's grip, it's when it's gripped to the track, it's, um, 
better than a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Now, I'm just curious. Everyone prior to you has received their, their money, their winnings, the $50,000 in cash. Did you guys get checks, or was it still handed out in cash then? Boring Direct checks. deposit. <laughs> Direct deposit. <Okay>. Boring <laughs> checks. <laughs> Direct deposit's good, though. I mean, it's quick, right? <laughs> no, I think they dragged it out for a week. <laughs> yeah. Is it in there? Is yeah. it in there? Is it in there? Hasn't um, hit yet, Colin. Shane, think <laughs> how late you'd have been it. here if they paid cash. Hey, man, you know what? I would have stayed. I think I got back to my, uh, I pulled into my house at 10 a.m., and uh, it was one of them things I, uh, I'm like, dude, I'll make it home. Like, I don't know what time it was, 6, 6 a.m., I think, is when we finished up. And uh, I got about an hour into our trip, and I was dead. So barely made it home. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, guys, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we will be at the 59th Annual Knoxville Nationals August 7th through 10th with live stations. But until then, Blake Anderson, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Craig Moore on the book. Frank out front. We'll see you at Kings Royal 36 right here. Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. This has been Winged Nation presented by Hercules Tires live from the 36th annual Kings Royal at Eldora Speedway. For more sprint car news, interviews, and information, go to wingednation.com or follow Winged Nation on Facebook or Twitter. Winged Nation brought to you by Hercules Tires has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.